What's up, everybody? It's Austin Rivers from Off Guard, and I've got some exciting news. Off Guard, hosted by me and my guy, Pasha Hagigi, is officially moving to our own podcast feed. We are now dropping two shows every week. Me and Pasha go way back and talk so much hoops already that we figured it was time to fire up the mics and let you in on these conversations. Every week, Pasha and myself will hit on the biggest stories happening around the league. Tap into the show twice a week on our new Off Guard feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Sports card market is dead. Why would you say that? No, no, no. <laughs> this is going to be a great That's episode. That's a joke. It's not. Take it easy. Everybody breathe. Okay. I am back. That train wreck of a show that happened on Shut Thursday will not up. be repeated. You know what? I think it actually wasn't a bad show, but it was missing a little flavor. I think it was a little bland for my take, but here's what stinks. You gave me no notice, so I didn't have much to go on, brah. Pull a stunt like you pulled. <laughs> Do what you get what you get. Yeah, okay. okay. Here we go. Here we go. Opening segment today. I stole this from Coach Co. I was watching him. He does his lives on TikTok at like three in the morning when I'm up with Which Theo. Is the perfect time. I don't know why he's live at three in the morning. That dude, just give it a few hours, bud. Pandering to the Australian market. That's fine. Why Australian? Because that would be a prime time in their time zone. What's the time difference? I don't know. He's in Canada. So 3 a.m. there. Me. Well, 3 a.m. here. Yeah. Maybe 4 a.m. Well, it's, well <laughs> don't stop. Just well, I'm just saying, going. you can't throw You're crap like this. stuck on Eddie, something. Can you find out what time it is in Australia <laughs> right now, please? And then just chime in when you have that, if you would. Uh, he had a valid point. I thought this was awesome. It was, you have to be in the hobby to be sustainable for more than just a business. Have a set you collect, have a player you PC, have something that is motivating you besides the money. Because the money comes and it goes. I thought that was a cool point. Where are we right now? It has, is the money, money coming or going? Or is it? Dude, I honestly I mean, mean doing, that. I'm doing fine. I That's what know. I mean. Like, I think, I think a lot of people. businesses are doing good. A lot of businesses. I mean, we just kind of closed down a live stream app. We've seen other people lose their businesses. So it's it's both. It's definitely on the closer to people not making money than they are making money. Okay. But yeah, I thought, I thought there was a valid point. So I was like, you know what? I, I have been, re- last couple weeks, I was uninterested in the card market. This weekend, this week, very interested in the card market again. I bought a bunch of stuff. Is it because of the money part or is it because no, of the other part? because I'm just collecting again. I've been making money oh, the whole okay. time. The money's never not been an issue with me. But but to his point, the money wasn't driving. I was still making money and doing stuff to make money in the hobby over the last few weeks. I was very disinterested, though. I can but, be disinterested and make money in the hobby. Sure. But being passionate, feel very good you about it. You feel like some passions come back. Okay. Yeah, That's I'm good. Excited. I'm, I've been set collecting again, getting back on my sets. I Ooh. sent a bunch of stuff off to, I, honestly, I was trimming the fat this week, sent a bunch of stuff to our boy, Matt, at Five Star Cards. Um, he sells on eBay, one of the eBay consigners we work with. I sent him like, I don't know, 50, 60 cards. I was like, just a bunch of stuff in my box that I just don't want anymore. Oh, Kyrie wow. rookies, there was some uh, Tua stuff. There was some Zions. There was some Russell Wilson autos. I was a little bit selective. Like, hey, this guy's hot. But I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I just want to clear out a bunch of stuff. I, are you I, getting rid of players as a whole, or are no. you just getting rid of, okay. I was literally just going through boxes. I'm like, nope, no. If my first thought was get rid of, I was like, just go. Okay. So I was like, yeah, it's probably 50 to 75. A bunch of them end tonight, by the way. I actually like the idea of a reset where it's like, okay, I'm going to get rid of this stuff. Maybe I'm not going to get what I bought it for, but I'm okay. I've come to terms with that. Now it's just I can go and money. get, yeah, but that's, it's yeah. like now I can spend all that on the things I actually do want. Also break, we should have started with this, massive breaking news. We have found a platform we will be selling on. Starting this Friday night. Massive news. You know, I don't have a sound effect for that. Eddie, put this at the beginning of the show. Breaking news. Can we move this to the start? What? 
I'm, leave it here. I yeah, mean, we're still, we're still at the start. We're only three minutes Breaking in. news. Uh, we are going to Fanatics Live. Bam! Took a while. It took a few months to figure out where we're going. We, I, I'll be honest. Had you asked me two months ago, I was absolutely set and positive I was going to TikTok to break. If you had asked me last month, I think I told you I was dead set on whatnot. And then things changed. So I've been paying a lot of attention to the other platforms. Number one, Fanatics Live is much, much smaller, which they know. It's no secret. I didn't want to be just thrown into a pool of 5,000 people selling oh. again. No interest in that, really. TikTok, I'm just going to tell you, I'm not fast enough for. Like, I want to be on there and goof around. And I think the retention time on TikTok is way smaller. Like, when people come in, you got to catch, you got to be like selling the whole time. Yeah, you got to be live. And my thing is, like, I'm half show, half sell. The like, thing, I'm there to goof around, have fun. The thing with TikTok, too, is it's very, I, I do. I'm concerned on anybody who sells on TikTok because I think you're going to find a, a time period where they got the users that they wanted. Because that's what I think it is. I think it's a ploy to pull in users because that's how they can give you such good discounts on pricing. I don't. I actually don't believe that, but maybe you could be right. Uh, but yeah, it just it wasn't my speed. Whatnot, I was really confident we were going to. Uh, got a good offer. Uh, they have some storefront features to a degree. You can pre-list stuff a little bit. Uh, but yeah, the more I've been watching there, it's kind of like, yeah, this isn't really my speed either. Like, not to get into the repack discussion again, because I don't want to, but like the amount of guys just doing repacks, there's very few guys that I saw that are just over there crushing baseball, mm -hmm. which that's my bread and butter, baseball PYTs. And then we kind of had a come to Jesus moment, I don't know, first week of November, second week of November when Jesse started. It's like, you know, Fanatics is making the product anyways. I'd rather just be in with that group and stay there. They have the full storefront built out like CSL did, so I can just list breaks days ahead of time, let them fill, go live and break them. Mm -hmm. We'll also do the live stuff. You can do repacks. I got the um, the parameters of the repacks we do. Ours will be fine because we list a checklist every time and show pictures of every card, and our comps don't completely suck, so that'll be no problem. And it's not as competitive as the other two. Like You go in there at night, it's like 15 to 20 rooms. Yeah. Some of those guys are great. So I'm not trying to knock the sellers, but I was just like, yeah, I think we can go over there and put on a show. Well, I think, too, it's like one of the reasons why CSL was going to be so big and so promising was that, hey, this is a big fish in a small pond mentality. If you can stand out and be different, then, yeah, there's not going to be as much competition. I think Fanatics Live is going. I think right now you're actually probably the best time to get in because it's, it's not going in any direction. I mean, that's what I mean. It's like there's got no direction I think it's going up other than up, especially with the fact that you've got access directly to where you're going to get allocation in the future. So. Yeah. So that's, yeah, so that's the direction. So we're going to do a slow launch in December. I told them like one to two shows a week, nothing crazy. The, the first, first show. one. Go what? ahead. No, I, I started the sentence right as you started it. Same thing. The first show. There you go. Go ahead. <laughs> this Friday, the uh, the 8th. Is that what we said? Yep. December. I'm going to start listening. We'll share links. We got a cool promo code to so save money on your breaks with us. Uh, we'll share that on socials later today when we have it all set up. $25. Not a bad break, actually. Eddie, what's the time in Australia? Never heard back from you there, bud. Um, <laughs> He's like, so we'll, which there's no 529 a.m. 529 a.m. So now extrapolate oh, that to 3 a.m. our time. Hang what on. So 529. <laughs> so it's seven hours behind us. Okay. So if he's live at 4 a.m., it's 9 o'clock. Oh, good call. All right. Prime time. 9 p.m. Okay. Thank you, Eddie. Um, we're going to start listing breaks, PYTs, in the store on Fanatics Live on Wednesday afternoon, so two days from now. I'll be live Friday for the first uh, run-through. I can already tell you, biggest issue with the site, I have not heard a single Taylor Swift song. Uh, that will change. Wait, you play Taylor Swift too? 
It's almost like you pay no attention to the business. That's the entire model for my giveaway. No, no, no. Don't you dare. Your entire model is Bruce Springsteen and whatever else Chicago's ever done. Nope. Ties right in. Every time we play the Springsteen Pandora station, Mm. there's a Taylor Swift song that comes on that station and we do a giveaway. It's called the Tay-Tay giveaway. You think that I don't spend enough time listening and watching you? Is that the problem? Apparently you don't. You didn't know we did the Tay-Tay giveaway. Oh my gosh. So, it, besides, you're stealing my thing. Taylor Swift is my thing. When have you ever done anything to sing her live? To sing her live? When do you sing her songs? When do you use her music and anything you do to sell? I do it in my everyday life. I don't have to show off your for people. Your everyday life, please. Sleep on your couches, listen to Taylor Swift doesn't count. So, Friday night, well, like I said, we'll share more details coming up about that. But, uh, yeah. Should we go, go ahead and give the, the, the code or you want to wait? No, I don't want to give any information. <laughs> We have nowhere to send him yet. We got to finish getting the shop set up today and tomorrow. Okay. You'll you'll listen. Just take it easy, people. You'll find it. <laughs> All right. There's gonna be a ton. Um, of, I will say there's gonna be a ton of giveaways. And but stuff. if you want to go out there and go ahead and follow it, you can. That's the one thing right. you got to do. Sports cards nonsense. Follow the shop now. We'll have links up on social media. We'll have and links. All that. We'll have promo codes. We're gonna be doing a bunch of giveaways. We're gonna run yeah. a bunch of singles too. And then besides that, we're also like Mike said, there we'll have giveaways, all that kind of thing. And I think the the time has finally come now. I have also built up my my reserves of Lorcana, Pop Century, and a little Star Wars action it looks like to come. So that'll be some nonsense every once in a while, but primarily Mikey Boy breaking all the time. How many times how many days a week do you think you'll do it? One to two in December. Slow launch. January first, we're gonna really hit it hard. So between me and other people I've worked with me three to five days a week. Okay. Yeah, it'll be a full-time gig like it was. Um, we've been told we'll get some marketing behind it, so that'll be kind of cool. Hopefully, we'll be able to do some of these events they do. Uh, I really want loaded boxes every freaking time. <laughs> That's been stipulated. So, uh, what was the other thing? It was one other thing I actually did care. Oh, early release stuff. I, I did talk to them, and they seemed pretty agreeable to letting us break stuff a day early like some of their people have. That's I cool. think that would be invariable. That's a word. Sure. Okay. The, we can get back to the show now. I just want to get that off my chest. No, no, no. I think that's a, a good thing to actually kind of go into some of the other subjects we had. But one of the things I wanted to uh, bring up was the Ruben comments. I know you listened to a little bit of the show. I thought the the Ruben uh, conversation with, on Simmons, some people gave it a, like a really hard time. But just the, I listened to it for pure facts. And that's why I wanted to, to share for most people. But there's one thing that guys started talking about. Uh, in the DMs after the show, and it was the margin that he mentioned. Because he, Ruben basically was talking about how the big thing when they came in, and this was one of the things you and I talked about so many times before the podcast was ever even a thought. This was like, while you were still breaking actively, I always had a trouble understanding how there was so much money left on the table by like Tops and Panini for using all these middlemen. And that's one of the things Ruben, was a big deal, getting rid of so that there's more money, more margin in people's pockets. But then uh, at least, you know, a couple of guys have reached out saying the margin for a local car shop may not actually be quite what they were expecting. It's way worse. Yeah, way worse than it's ever been. Maybe it's Pricing better. direct to us is way higher than it's ever been. The market is soft as it's been in the last couple of years breaking. Yeah. The margin is, is much, much lower. So that was my, almost any other time I've break almost any other time I've been a breaker. I am actually really curious seven years. if that is like if you never I, well I guess you can't even ask that question because it's like how how is it better? Maybe it is better in some cases, but I don't understand which it's one. It's not better at all. Well, there's, there's there's no world where it's better. Okay. There's not. We're paying more for product. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're selling it for less because it doesn't balloon like a lot of the stuff was because it's not a super hot market right now. Yeah. 
It is not a better market for margins. There's still margin to be made, by the way. And by the way, Fanatics kind of came out and said earlier the 15 to 20% margin is where they live and what they'll allow. Yeah. The kind of that's where they see their, their breakers, sellers. Okay. I mean, if that's the case, I guess here's the problem too. Some of the shop owners reach out. We had some people reach out. I mean, if you have a mom and pop shop, 20% may not be enough, but this is also only a small piece of the pie. This is Topps Baseball. You still have your distribution on Panini Football, mm-hmm. Panini Basketball. I would assume you do something with soccer, F1, wrestling, one of those, something else, a little bit at least. You still have a lot of street traffic, people walking in to sell, and then the singles market. So I, I get what they're saying, but I also can't fault a company for saying we're going to make more money than everybody down the line. I, that to me is reasonable. Like the days of us buying Bowman Chrome cases for $600 and selling them for $3,500 yeah. are over. It was great while it lasted. If you came in the last two years or year and a half, you didn't get a lot of that. Sorry. If you were around like me, kind of an, I mean, at this point, seven, eight years breaking is actually kind of an OG to a degree a little bit. We had some unbelievable years and that like, you're kind of back to where it is. So do something to stand out. Like I don't, I don't have a ton of sympathy because it's like at the end of the day, this is the business you've chose. You yeah. don't control your supply. You have to rely on other people. Okay, like rely on a couple of guys in the DMs with the card shops. I get it. But again, this is the world. If you weren't kind of in other areas anyways, mm-hmm. I don't think that was good for your business in the first place. So what was going to happen if like distribution dried up and you couldn't get anything? You're just going to go out of business? And, and 20% is not terrible. Like it is what it is. <laughs> I mean- we're a relatively small breaking company. We'll do millions of, between me and Eddie, we'll do $5 million this year or probably did close to that last year. Like, okay, 20%. Sorry, not terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, I, so I, I hear the complaints a lot and especially from the guys like, I've been doing this forever and this is where I'm at. If you've been doing this as long as me or longer and you haven't built up a significant nest egg, I also am kind of like, that's on you because we had some real big years. Put your money away. Yeah. Like, if you can't sustain a six-month lull in a market, sorry. Like, I, I and I do feel bad, but I'm also like, what decisions were you making in the meantime? I don't, you know, what did you do with your money? Well, what is Panini usually? Like, what kind of margins? Because you, there's still, you still get some Panini product. Yeah, I mean, a lot better than 20%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you don't get as, we don't get nearly as much Panini as we do other things. So, you would think that hopefully some of this money that goes back to fanatics is obviously going to be used to grow the market. That's the whole goal. I, I assume I'm sure they're also happy making money, right? They're a company. It's not, let's not be I mean, They're naive. spending a lot more money marketing than we've ever seen before. You and may not like it by the way. There's bounties. They're, they're doing the bounties. They're marketing, yeah. you know, I mean, not for nothing. Ruben was on. That's the other thing. The number one thing you should have taken away is that's Ruben's second time in a calendar year being on the Bill Simmons podcast. Simmons is like a top 10 listen to podcast in the world. Mm-hmm. It's the second time they've talked about baseball cards yeah. breaking. That's a win for the hobby. Absolutely. You, you may not know. Like that, that is a win. You know, some of the other things, this whole thing about auditing. And here's the other thing. I also went into that interview li- listening and knowing 90% of the people in the hobby who don't like fanatics, Ruben could say everybody's getting a free case this year yeah, and they, they would care. find something to complain about. Yeah, absolutely. But I think there's things that could be critiqued, sure. I think he exaggerated the redemption number. There are a lot more... Has he done a? Uh, has he cut down the redemption? Some probably, but the redemptions are still an issue in the hobby. It's never going to go away. And by the way, the reason there are redemptions is you'd rather have a player in a in a product as a redemption than not in at all. It's not ideal, but if mm-hmm. somebody's not going to sign in a timely manner, I'd rather have a chance at a redemption than just not having them in there. So I think they're a necessary evil to a degree. Hopefully, Fanatics has some more power to enforce the actual fulfillment. 
but it is what it is there. But I didn't think that was like, I don't think it's nearly as good as he made it sound like. And that's just kind of how I felt about it. The third party auditing of like where the boxes go and the odds and the hits, because everybody's convinced people get these hot boxes. Um, I'll let you know. I mean, we've been breaking stuff for years anyways. Like if we start getting a ton of hot products, fantastic. I will I will shout from the rooftops if we get loaded boxes <laughs> to drive as much new business as I can to me. I've never believed in it. I don't think it's a real thing. Are there instances where I've questioned it? Sure. Like when he did the soccer player thing, he had Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. Yep, I thought there was a, what are you doing over there? What's going on? You have a lot of mm-hmms in the middle of sentences. You're looking at your phone. I'm letting you talk. I'm, I, I'm getting some information for okay. the That's conversation. Fine. Just making sure. You're, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't even know what I said. You know what's nice is this is you get to experience what you think I, uh, what you do for me. All the well, if you want to interrupt with a thought, you can. I'm no, like, no, 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 I'm letting nowhere, you go because really. you're going down the list of all the notes. Okay. Well, just let it happen. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Um, so yeah, I, I just, that, the, the loaded box stuff, he talked about a third party auditor. Loaded boxes have been an issue for people who, who think there is an issue. It's been an issue with both companies, Tops and Panini. I've never heard of a third party auditor. If I'm someone listening to that, my first thought is, oh, at least they're trying to add some security to this. That's a good thing. Whether you believe it or not, fine. But the fact that the owner of Fanatics, CEO of Fanatics says that, that to me is a good thing. Um, again, I don't know how strictly it'll be enforced or implemented. I don't know. But we've never heard those things from other companies. So I just, even for the cynical people, I'm not sure how you don't come away with some optimism. Like, hey, this guy is going to be, people are going to hear about the card market who would normally never hear anything about it. The idea of putting chips into a card to do something to actually make sure something's authentic. I thought that was really cool. I think the idea to do anything to stop counterfeiting the fact that it's even on their minds. Cause I mean, like, you know, it's gotta be at some degree, but I think it, they, it only gets brought up on that podcast. If it's an active project or it's a bigger deal than maybe what some might think. So I, that was another one of the points I totally was like, this is lip service. I don't think there's anything. You don't think there's any good to that or I don't what? think it's a real, I don't think it's a real situation. You don't think there's an I issue. I also don't know it. how, how much of an issue counterfeiting is with modern day cards. I know it's an issue with some of like the patch cards and stuff like that. I don't think you would have brought it up if it wasn't an issue. Cause I mean like why even Maybe. talk about it? You know, uh, um, it's a great talking point. That's why. I mean, if it's not, it, it's that's not a great I talking point. It. Yeah. If you don't think it's real though, but well, that's why I did. I, I did think it must be real enough to a degree. And that's, it actually brought me back to like that whole Evan Mathis interview we did back in March or whatever about how he, his, his, you know, uh, conspiracy was that it's happening everywhere all the time. And we don't know anything about like the, the depth that it goes. So when Ruben brings it up on this show, it makes me think, well, maybe it's bigger than I actually gave it credit for. Could be. Again, I, I don't think so, but I I don't think we'll ever get a firm answer. We'll see. If they ever come out with a product like that, we'll see it, it, it in action. So it's possible. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, overall, I was like, okay, it's fine. I, I didn't hear a lot of things I didn't already know or suspect. Yeah. I'm glad it's being talked about. Okay. I'm, I'm Honestly, I'm a little irritated he didn't come on this show. That was another takeaway. Sure. I was like, man, we're on the same network. This is a, you could tell, and I know Bill's not a box breaker, which is fine. He has a collection worth more than me and yours lives combined. Um, Listening to them talk about breaking was interesting because the terminology, I was like, these guys, I don't think either one of them, these guys knows what breaking is, quite frankly. Well, it was funny because uh, Ruben at one point says like, you know, after I got, took me a couple of days to get my mind wrapped around breaking and stuff like that. I was just like, oh, I'd keep okay. rapping. Yeah, I'd say that. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the biggest frustration point for me. We work with Bill, uh, for Bill, obviously, and we work with Fanatics on a lot of things. 
I would love to see him in an interview with people like ourselves who know the card. They could ask card specific and dig into some of those things. Maybe this was the first step in doing some of that. He's he's talking more specifically now about cards than he ever has before. A lot of times it was just about the marketing and growing a hobby. This was much more specific, which I was glad to see. I would love for us to become that outlet, though, where, hey, we're talking about redemptions. Cool. Let's, let's push you on some of these points. Yeah. But he's also worth... I don't know, hundred billion dollars. Maybe he just decides, hey, I'm going on Simmons and that's it because I don't need to be pushed by two little punks in an office. <laughs> I, I I get that point punk. as well. I thought it would, I think it would be awesome to have a little bit more exposure from him. I'd also like to know his role. That's the other thing I'm not clear like on Like how still. much day-to-day he has involved yeah, in that. Yeah, again, he's worth, you know, yeah. whatever he's worth. He's running multiple, com- like he's running a massive company. Fanatics collectibles is a very small piece of that pie. Yeah, I can't imagine it's a big chunk. Like I'd like to, so then what, so then who is the day-to-day shot caller over there? Is Mike, it, Mike is it Mahan? Mahan? Okay, I'd like to talk to him then. Same thing. Like, I'd like to push him on some of these issues. Yeah. Um, I don't know that we'll ever get that chance. I hope we do. But uh, honestly, that was selfishly part of my other motivation to go to Fanatics Live was, hey, the, the more we're in, to, yeah. I hope the more exposure we'll get to people who actually have answers. Or when there's an issue, you know, like to their credit, when there was the issue last year with Finest and stuff, Liner was on the show right after that, who was the president of Tops, I think, at the time, right? believe that's what it is. Whatever he was. Yeah. yeah. But like he came on. He answered some questions. I, I I am hoping our partnership on the selling platform will lead to more um, exposure to their team when we have questions about news stories, controversies, things like that. Yeah, I def- definitely don't think it will hurt. Um, to go in line with that, I did have that segment about the the unique inserts. That I think it's just going to be interesting to the hobby, but I know you've got a few other things. You want to save that? Because I'd like to actually get into that. Uh, I don't want to just blow through yeah, that. Yeah, we can. And we were late starting today, so. Yeah, I mean, that's I, fine. I think that's actually a cool segment. That was one of the one of your better ones, in my opinion. The there's We're going to do, I guess we'll, well, next episode, we've got um, uh, Mark Feinsand from MLB Network coming into the office. I don't know if we'll have, and is that's that going to be a lead. Is that Thursday? Up, uh, yeah, that's this week. Yeah, this coming Is he Thursday. buying us lunch? In the office? Sure. Not in the office. What do you mean in the office? He's in Nashville. You can buy it. I mean, yeah, whatever. Sure, why not? I, I, the the bottom line is, I don't know how much we'll have to to do it then, but we'll definitely do that segment here coming up. Plenty of time. What's really cool about it is it goes over like all the firsts of like serialized autographs, impacts, things like that. It's uh, and then we kind of just want to get the opinion of you guys. What you guys think of them? Our buddy Paul, I refer to him as Bangsy at times, <laughs> dropped off a 1986 Michael Jordan rookie in my truck yesterday. He said he had that from the estate thing. Uh, I have not received a copy of a Rod Jordan rookie in a long time. Mm-hmm. I put it on our Instagram because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of document as we go. I think it's kind of cool. This was literally sitting in an estate they I think they inherited or had something to do with. Um, took it out. It was in a four-screw-down plastic, like the super thick holder. Oh, okay. It wasn't something. It wasn't a penny sleeve, which is good because otherwise, like, moisture builds up. When you take that thing apart, it can literally rip the whole cover of the card off. It also wasn't screwed down overly tight because that's a huge issue with those. It'll it'll like bend the edges of the card being screwed down too tight. That wasn't a problem. I am hopeful this is a real rookie card. I will keep the audience posted, but I thought that was pretty cool. If it's not, it's got the age and wear of a card that someone did a really good job of faking it. But yeah, I, it looks real to me. The- I said, I have nothing else to say about that, but I wanted to at least mention it. I thought it was pretty cool. It's very rare. Like I'm, I'm not a super Jordan expert by any means. I got to inspect it. I thought, I think it's coming back authentic. Real, like a Two or three grade. Okay. Uh, Babe Ruth, the, what is it? What do they call that? The Paperboy card or something? Um, oh, I don't know. The, the Baltimore rookie. Yeah. Yep. The one that was in the SGC three holder just went. By the way, real quick. Yeah. The corners were rounded in the magazine. 
So many people with corners like that. How is this a three? It was a oh. rounded corner card, you idiots. <laughs> Look at the card. Um, Before you comment on social media, make sure your eyes work. Holy smokes, I keep seeing that. Dummies. The the, uh, the Babe Ruth card. Baltimore News Babe Ruth card, card is what they called it. 1914. SGC three is what it was. Went for. for the or- yeah, for ball- yeah, seven. 7.2 million. That's with the juice. With the juice. Yep. Sold for 6 million, 20% buyer premium. What a letdown. That's like half of what people thought it was going to sell. I don't know for. if it's a letdown in the sense that I think the last one that was sold. Now, granted, it was a while ago, but. It sold for like in the four hundred thousand range or something like oh, that. So like Bitcoin used to sell for twenty bucks. Everybody, this the, sure. the big promotion around this was ten to twelve million, or it may set the record. Yes. This to me is a letdown market, letdown sale. I don't. I mean, honestly, I don't see a letdown in the sense of I think many people were hoping for ten to twelve, but I think what was it? There was somebody who said somewhere around six million. So um, I don't know, seven point two million in this market. Because I mean, honestly, if this was last year. Can you imagine a world where that didn't get over 10 million? I mean, like this time last year, honestly, it seems like it would have. I think most people thought it was going to be that this year, though. That's why. Yeah. To me, this is a letdown. Okay. Well. Yep. Disappointing sale. Um, in that case, then that's less exciting. You are my bubble burster, and I have come to terms with well, that. Well, you can't tell me something's 10. Like, that was the number thrown out everywhere, 10 to 12. And then it sells for 60% of that. Like, great sale. I'm happy to see it sold for that much. I would have loved you know. to know what the guy who actually listed it, what he was hoping to get, what he thought realistically he would have gotten. I'd like to know what he paid to. Yeah. Well, it's I think 15. it actually may show that information. I'll see if I can find it. Um, but yeah. Oh, it was $450,000 it was sold for. What, you know when? Uh, let's see. In 2013. Not a bad. Yeah. 450K. Was that 15X well, your money? I read something. Actually, it may have been in this article on ESPN talking about it, but it was like, there are people who talk about like Wagner's card selling for six point six million in twenty twenty one, and there's you know millennial, well maybe gen, more Gen Zers. There's a lot of young people today who don't even know anything about who Wagner is. You can say the name, and oh, no we, one knows who that I is. I couldn't tell you anything about him. But you say the name Babe Ruth. Yeah, people know that name. You, they've seen Sandlot. So I yeah. mean, the fact well, is, actually, I don't know. Have Gen? What are we, are we Gen Z? We're millennials. Yeah. When's gen, is Eddie Gen Z? Uh, Eddie, you're Gen Z, right? How old are you? You can't ask. Twenty three. Twenty three. Gen Z. Yeah. yeah, he's a Gen Zer. What's a, what's Theo? Is he still, still Gen Z? I uh, know. I think it's like Alpha or something like that. Alpha. Yeah, yes, he is an Alpha. <laughs> Weird name for it. But Kid's alpha. a boss. They well, they have to start over now. They reached the end of the al- alphabet, so now they're back to Alpha. So that might be right. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. That has that always has made sense to me. That Honus Wagner card. I've always thought like, never mind, like. People's grandparents didn't see that guy play. I, that's never made a ton of sense to me. Sure. Ruth being the guy is a little different. Not to mention, we still hear modern-day comparisons to Ruth. Greatest home run hitter mm-hmm. of all time. You know, greatest player of all time, arguably. Otani is being compared, uh, talked about as the next Babe Ruth. I've never heard a comp of any kind of Honus Wagner. You find that mainly, is it mainly just because of the whole pitching and hitting thing, or is there yeah. something else? Well, that, or, I mean, he was the first guy to, I mean, he was good. hitting more home runs than most teams were back then. Yeah. I mean, he just he was that much better than the competition at the time. Okay. Larger than life figure. You got the whole backstory with him and the Sox and the Yankees and the curse and all that crap. Sure. And then, yeah, the hitting pitching thing is, is pretty awesome. And obviously, he to me, aside from just his rookie cards, he is the most, I, I think, the most relevant um, modern day hobby guy of old people like a, a, a cut mantle auto is great a cut Ruth mm-hmm. 
a whole different level. So yeah, to me, it would make sense that this be a more expensive card than anything else, this or the mantle. So I'm glad to see it sold that much. But yeah, I, I you know. All right. To me, I, I thought it would be. I thought it would go for more. Had a lot of buzz around it. Well, jumping from the baseball train, NFL. I did put up a post right before the show and just kind of getting ideas for. I wanted to talk a little bit about it just because we watched football all day yesterday. A lot of you guys did. But you watched The Bachelor. <laughs> well, I did watch that later in the day. Yeah, and that was not my fault. That was because of the audience I was with. The Golden uh, Golden Bachelor finale. Happen. Okay. It that's was a the big old, deal. That's the old guy crying. Teresa got chosen, for goodness sakes. That's the old guy crying about everything, right? <laughs> He's very upset. He didn't want to break anyone's heart, okay? Well, you went to a show with like 30. <laughs> mm, that's fine. Go ahead. How do you? Here's the bigger question. Was it 30? You're making fun of me, and you you're go, over here. You seem to know a lot about well, it, Everybody bro. knows what The Bachelor I've seen the uh -huh. commercials. He's crying every time I see a promo for the show. Guy loves The Bachelor. Um, the uh, <laughs> the poll, or the, the post was basically getting ideas for who likes who besides Mahomes and Purdy. Who are you buying? And obviously, the other answer is go. Who do you think it is? I don't think either one of those two is an answer at all. So you okay? All right, but who else would you think? Like, it's not who else. Who, it's who, who would. would you think if you I don't can't think add s'more of anything? You I anything obviously yet. would take. You want to talk a, Sandlot? I can't talk s'more. You obviously would take a Purdy or Mahomes. I if wouldn't the buy price right was now. right. I'd take anything if the price was right. You're saying who? Would I, who am I actively buying? Those two are not on my list. Okay. Um. Who am I actively buying? Because these guys, you could say Stroud is not on that list, but Stroud was probably the number one choice of most of these guys. I mean... Really? I think he's great, phenomenal, like historically great rookie year. I mean, I think they're seven and six now. I, I don't know. That's a tough thing. You're not... Oh, wait a minute. They might win that division. Oh, no, they're with Jacksonville, the AFC South. You're not winning the division. You're going to play a road playoff game. It's setting the stage, although it'll be a long shot. Like, can they go into a Miami, into a Kansas City, into a Baltimore, into a Jacksonville and win a playoff game? Amazing. I think you're buying at the height of his market right now, though, because I'm going to play the odds that he's not going to win a big playoff game because he'll be on the road. Not a knock on him. He's phenomenal. He's unbelievable. But right now, his market is unbelievably high, as it should be. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's an opportunity to buy him and make money. I'll tell you who I actually would buy right now on a chance. Josh Allen. He's down. He's cheap. They have a somewhat weak schedule after the Kansas City game, I believe. I would take a flyer on a Josh Allen. Uh, you said that really weird. Josh Allen is one of the, like, he has had no rebound anytime recently. Yeah. So that's actually one of the lowest ones you can get. Well, so which makes sense. You the, know, the Tyreek Hill one is interesting. Tyreek and two, I mean, two, I think, is still under undervalued for how he's playing. So Tyreek Hill, as he starts getting into this, like, historic, is it going to be the greatest receiving season of all time? Are we going to see a wide receiver? Uh, hey, Eddie, do me another favor and I'll leave you alone. Find out if a wide receiver has ever won MVP. I, I, I cannot remember one. That's interesting. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, I can't imagine. I mean, I was thinking maybe Jerry Rice, but I, I don't know. I mean, know. like, obviously he's not in the, there's no wide receiver in the running right now. As well, far he's, as like, he's like top three. Well, I mean, like legitimately, I think his odds are pretty far back, aren't they? I don't know. I thought last time I checked, there was no one close to Stroud. No wide receiver has ever won the NFL MVP award, it looks like. Hey, what? He got that answer a lot quicker than Australia. Eddie is on <laughs> the ball. He may have had it for a long time. He didn't want Bailey to Bailey Zappi is plus 15,000. So close. Pretty close. I'm not saying it couldn't happen. Um, the, the other obvious answers, well, maybe not as obvious, but Tua was one of them. Uh, a I, think, I think Tua is worth a buy. I'm, I'm kind of surprised you also have still, I know you don't have a lot of love for him, but Hurts. Was on there. Um, I mean, 
I've yeah. seen him go to a Super Bowl and not have a huge increase. He's selling consistently. He's one of the few guys who's maintained his market. What is he going to do now to increase his market at the end of the year? I don't know that that's, I mean, maybe they go to the Super Bowl. I mean, but I man, think- you got to, they got the crap beat out of them yesterday. I've been saying for a while too, this is coming. I, I was a little bit late. I thought KC would smoke them. They make costly turnovers and bad plays on defense. It's just a fact. And so the fact that they finally got blown out, I'm not, I'm not surprised to see. I mean, the Chiefs got blown out. Things the happen. Chiefs lost by a score. They got blown out. They lost by one score on a Hail Mary play. They ran it to the end of the game. Was it that close? I thought yeah, it was, it was, 20, was a much bigger. It was well, there was 19. a bigger gap earlier in that, but yes. Oh, I, but um, the other team got beat by what twenty three points. I mean, that's a yeah, for sure. There was a it was a bad beat, but obviously there's okay, still here's your here's your odds. What what I need a date on this thing. December fourth. That is today. That is today. Odds to win MVP. Jalen Hurts is still plus 255, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Mahomes is plus 400. Lamar plus 475. Dak is also plus 470. By the way, statistically, Dak is your MVP. Brock Purdy plus 550. Tua plus 950. Yeah, Tyreek Hill is plus 1800. Stroud on this is plus 2000. So I'm not sure. Oh, CJ Stroud is plus 2000? Maybe it's J. I thought he was way higher on there. Um, okay, so that's the MVP. What's the rookie? looking like this year the rookie of the year oh, yeah stroud's won that already okay yeah maybe that's what i was thinking of then um so the dak was another one i was gonna see if you've given any more leeway to to dak i mean they did another they played another phenomenal game i thought i just yeah they'd be a good i mean seattle's a good team you beat him by a touchdown yeah okay I, I i've still yet to see dak win a big game i don't okay. think he's going to i just i'm waiting for the day where you just admit you fully admit a love for dak but that's okay. If he wins playoff games, sure. Okay. But again, he's not like, is he one of the top 10? Like beginning of the season, would you take him top 10, top 15? If you're starting a franchise or to win this year, even? I don't think so. I mean, maybe right now I would, but I, mean, I, I don't think like, I, what, what is he They done? made it. They were in the playoffs last year, right? And they beat Brady. That's what I thought. And then they got smoked by the Niners. I don't even know if that's true. They definitely lost the second round, but I don't know. Oh, so. You know what I watched this weekend? What? American Underdog. Have you seen this? This is the Kurt Warner movie, or the oh. the movie about Kurt, Kurt Warner. Yeah. Um, talk about an underdog from bagging groceries to, <laughs> to beating Steve McNair. I I did look couldn't a, beat Tom Brady, but well, you know what? That I thought that story was actually pretty cool. It was interesting. I know they How took some liberties. How far in his but, career does it go? Like does it show him making the Super Bowl with with the Cardinals again at the end? No, it does not. It I had a phenomenal ends, peak. Well, so what happened was like you know obviously you probably have have a better idea than I did, but he goes to the Super Bowl in that first year, beats the Titans, and then Oilers the next knows Titans Titans okay. Um, he does pretty well the next year, but then goes he to the Super Bowl the next year against Tom Brady, not yes. pretty well. Like well, set records for offensive, the greatest show on turf. No, that was the first year. Greatest show it was on the turf greatest was show the on turf the whole the whole time it was. Oh, they called it that. Oh, yes, yeah, they were unbelievable. Isaac Bruce, oh, Marshall they, Falk, Tory yep. Holt. The only thing you is, want to talk two thousand one football, years, homie. I will talk it, buddy. But then he goes to the Giants. Uh, well, he does in a, a few years after that. But yes, That's he was he was with the Rams for a number of years. The only issue is like he basically fell off until later on in his career. They drafted Eli. Well, the trade happened. Eli Manning comes in there as a rookie. Yes, yeah. In play, yeah, couldn't beat out Manning. Then he goes back and lands in, in, uh, I think it was the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. He was. And goes back to a Super Bowl. Almost beats the Steelers in that Super Bowl. Which was actually kind of cool to think. Put up some amazing numbers with Fitzgerald and Anquan Bolden. After multiple seasons of just not playing all that great to 
average, he goes out and, and becomes a, another Super Bowl. Uh, I think quarterback. he's a hall. He's not. He's not in a Hall of Famer. He's yet. not. Okay. He is in the um, NFL. Like the there's another Hall of Fame, but it's not the NFL Hall, hall of Fame. I can't remember what they call it. But he is the only one who's in the Arena Football Hall of Fame and the, I guess, Pro NFL or something like that. I okay. It's not the the big one, the big Hall of Fame. Uh, but that was one of the things I was like, man, Kurt Warner, why is he not? Hang on. Kurt Warner was indi- inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2017. The yeah. Pro Football. Yep. There it is. Yeah. Well, the, what do you mean? What do you mean? That, that is the Hall of Fame. Wait, wait, wait. I thought there was another Hall of Fame other than that one. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, maybe I just had, I got it confused because I kept reading all these different Hall of Fames at the time. I was reading like on Wikipedia. So, um, so he is in the he pro. Was great. I'll tell you right now, he didn't have a long career, obviously, but he was at the time. And that's when we started. Well, he was 28 when he actually yeah. finally joined. That's when you started seeing the shift anyways to like these prolific passing. Like it's not like it is now where you have 10 guys throwing for, you know, 4,800 yards or more. Yeah. Like that was. Well, an, especially in the Super Bowl, like in playoffs, like he performed really well. set the really record well. one of those games. Brady yeah. has it now, but he set against the Eagles when he lost. But for, a, for I mean, a number of years, Warner was the had the record for like, man, he threw for like 400 and something yards in the Super Bowl. Absolutely lit it up. I'm kind of surprised he doesn't get any more to, love. Well, because it wasn't a long, he wasn't, he doesn't have longevity. Okay. Um, He won an MVP, I bet. See, if uh, he, he did. He did. That's I think it was the question. first year. There's not a lot of quarterbacks who have gone to more than won a Super Bowl, won an MVP, and been to more than one Super Bowls. I bet that list is like ten or less. Uh it is. I remember because I, I was on a real kick after watching the movie. I was reading up all these things. It was a very short list of people who've won both MVP um, of the year and the MVP Super Bowl, and then won the Super Bowl. I can't remember who, who all it was, but it was. He was one of the, I think, out of four. But then also, well, no, no, that's multiple MVPs, multiple rings. You're talking four because it's that's Montana, Brady, Mahomes. Uh, I'm forgetting somebody. There's a few more. Two and two is a different story. But but just to go to multiple Super Bowls, have an MVP mm-hmm. and have won a Super Bowl. There's not. I bet there's not a ton. So yeah, again, I I don't know. I just would think that would be a guy that would at least be someone would be a, a fan of collecting him. I think I mean he has a market like you pull an auto out of his in a current product. He's still a very relevant. I think he's on Fox or CBS, one of the two. He's on the, he's on every Sunday. So okay, but you no, don't he, care for like you don't have any of his stuff though. No, but I hated him. Like it was a I was a him and Brady. Sure, you know we're okay. But he was great. I mean, rest assured, he was awesome. It was an awesome story. I was happy that at least this guy. It wasn't like a I don't know the movie. If you go and watch the movie. It's kind of weird. It's not like a full football movie. It's like kind of like his personal story too. So I'm not going to say I'm like the biggest fan of the film, but it did make me want to go back and look at how well he played. I think it made Sam cry. Maybe my wife, she was, she and I were watching it together. Um, All right. Anyways, that's, that's a little football talk. If there's any other buys out there that you're thinking, you can throw it in there, but. I know. I was trying to say none, no one is like jumping off the page to me. Although, you know, maybe the Purdy thing. I guess I could be convinced to buy Brock. I think that team's winning the Super Bowl, by the way. Really? Yep. Now, are you saying, but you're still a staunch Mahomes is the best quarterback this year? Because that you were a couple weeks ago. I'm just curious if that's Oh, Mahomes changed. is the best quarterback in football. Like, if I'm starting a friend, it's still Mahomes. His okay. team is not that good, though. Okay. Like, offensively, that line is crap. Pacheco's a great running back. Kelsey's obviously a great tight end. They have no downfield presence at all. The defense on paper is very good. Mm-hmm. They got torched yesterday. 
Yeah, I, I don't know that they're coming out of the AFC. Maybe they are, but the AFC's tough, man. Okay. Yeah, and the, and the Niners, to me, are when they click like they did yesterday, the, they are unbelievable on both sides of the ball. I mean, they just went into Philly and beat the crap out of them. Oh, yeah. In sure. Philadelphia. Like, it's the best team in football coming into the week. So It was still exciting. Even though I don't really like a game where they it's a total shutout, it was still enjoyable to watch. You got um, to see that. I watched the first uh, three quarters of it. I didn't get to see the last part of it. Yeah, first couple quarters were competitive. Then they just they scored six touchdowns in a row, six drafts consecutively. So, um, unbelievable. The, uh, the one thing I wanted to just bring out real quick before we go to new releases was that there is, so for all the Panini NFT guys out there, you guys probably already are aware of this. UFC is no longer going to be under Panini, I think, at the end of this year. Uh, the licensing and things change. But there's still a lot of NFC packs that guys have collected. The, that market is very unique. If, if anybody's listening to this and is like, oh, NFT talk, who cares? It's still like a really thriving space for a segment of the hobby. And they're taking all of the unsold packs, taking anything that was 99 or less, and they're doing like this UFC remix, and they're going to put these packs out for like some ridiculously cheap price. I think it was like 25, 30 bucks or something like that. Um, but you're going to get 10 cards, all of them numbered either. Uh, well, it's all under 99, but you're going to get a guarantee of one out of 10, one out of 25, one out of 50, and then one out of 90 or four out of 99. So if you're interested, that's going to go on sale this Friday. Uh, but I figured I'd mention it just because that was uh, probably the biggest news coming out of the NFT Panini world. Uh, mail, uh, no, not mailbag. Don't you dare. New releases. Something to keep in mind. When you post on Instagram, it posts mm -hmm. to my personal Facebook, unless you click that little box. A lot of questions as to, oh, I didn't know you had a daughter. <laughs> so go ahead and make sure you click that box not to share to Facebook. That's supposed to go to the regular, the no. sports cards nonsense No, no, no. Thing. it goes to Mike Geo. Oh, well, that's, we can add that. I would never have a child that tall. People know this. <laughs> um, that is my daughter. How dare you try and steal credit? She's well, I'm great. trying to give it back to you. I'm not trying to want What does credit. that mean? I don't want the credit. How dare you? Uh, new release, 2022-23 Panini 1-in-1 one one Basketball. Cool. I already have a feeling I know what you're going to cool. say, but that's okay. What, what? Any thoughts? I bet it's freaking. Do you think it's cool? Was it, 800 bucks a box? Uh, is that a good price? How much is it? $9.25. i am good. <laughs> what was it? Wasn't it like $1,500? Last year, or maybe the year before, we were at um, that Two card years shop. Ago at Nash yeah. cards, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he had the last box of 2019. That was a Zion. That was also in the heat of the market. It was 1,200 a box. And I really wanted to buy one. And they pulled the jaw downtown. And that would have been the one. It would have been the jaw that I would have gotten. Yep. At the time, it would have been actually and that was before jaw was slinging guns and getting suspended. <laughs> Might have actually been worth it at the time. Those boxes, 2021 is going for 800 right now for the one and one. I like the product. I it's it's a tough it's a tough for me to give anything above a C. Awesome product, awesome patch autos. Mm -hmm. The price is gross. I am curious. How does that usually work in a break? Because it, you, you just mean? do a case break. You can't just do a box break, right? You can do a box break. You're just selling like all teams and just thirty teams, thirty spots. Yeah, you should get thirty spots, thirty bucks. You should get a cheap way to get in. But yeah, the majority. I mean, it's two cards. Everybody's gonna or there's two, two or three cards. Two cards. Two cards. Because the base sell well, and the base downtown, like you can get some big stuff, but it, to me, the price is just insane. Okay. Um, the other product coming out, 2023, Tops Inception Baseball. I love Inception. 
Got a good chunk of... I, I didn't get a chance to search the rookie checklist, so hang on. Talk about your Star Wars next. You have, can you talk Star about Star Wars one? coming up next. 2022 Top Star Wars Masterwork. Uh, this comes out at three hundred and fifteen. You gonna have any of this? By the way? No, I mean, I'm, unless you got it. So no, I didn't. No, I mean, ask do you want me to order? Okay, that's what I was asking. No, 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 because this since I'm not gonna since we don't, I won't start till January. Then yeah. Um, at that point, I feel like a lot of these things are. If you're not breaking within the first few weeks, you really kind of miss out the boat on the hype. So yeah, I, I'm not gonna break this one. However. I'm also not the biggest fan of this specific product just because a lot of this is going to include like um, characters from some of the Disney Plus uh, and or set uh, or, or Rogue One. Um, I love Rogue One as a movie. I just don't care as much about the the characters because in a lot of cases, those characters aren't reused other than Andor, uh, the the Disney Plus series. So the they just didn't make as much of a uh, an effect on me. Not a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry. You had a baseball checklist you had pulled? I can't find it. It's not on the website. I had this emailed to me. I just don't know where it is. Oh, okay. Dang it. Oh. I'm curious who the rookies are. I like Tops, Tops Inception. I like much better than Bowman Inception. You get rookies and like the, the vet checklist is awesome. So I am a big buy on this one. The only reason we didn't order more cases, quite frankly, is because draft is next week. If this was any other time in the year, we probably would have ordered 10 to 15 cases. Like we ordered five. Do you do that just because, like, basically, a lot you of guys got all the money for, towards that? A lot of guys okay. are just saving up for draft. But okay. but I think that's why it stinks the timing of this. It's usually never this close. Oh, okay. Top's Inception is actually a really cool looking, very nice looking product. Resells pretty well, too, and it's cheap. I got some Inception. I would think I got a box from Eddie last year, a box of Inception on uh, CSL. I think I bought one. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it is a good product. I just, yeah, that's tough to, the timing stinks. But this is one I told Eddie I'd probably just put on the shelf, break another month or two. Because I mean, at the price, it's going to go for one hundred and fifty dollars. There's seven cards, case. seven cards per box. That's not bad. What's that? I, I mean, do I'm they sell what, for? I'm trying to think what that's a case of 15, 16 times one hundred is sixteen hundred, so twenty four hundred a case. Yeah, I mean, I think that's very solid. Okay, so that one you're you're high on that product. Obviously, I love that product. I just don't think it's going to do well for that reason. Okay, cool. But yeah, I actually I actually really really like the product. Um, let's go mailbag mailbag. Yeah. We already kind of went through all the other ones. Um, More mail. Oh, did you, you did the plates and patches thing. Did you, you opened up a box of it for fun while we were setting up for fanatics live. You didn't pull as much as what you were hoping for. That's what's sad. I did, but the stuff is $300 a box. 2023 Panini plates and patches. Yeah. We pulled a CD lamb patch. It was like five colors. Number to 25. Awesome card. Sells for like 20 bucks. We pulled a couple numbered base cards, sell for 10, 15 bucks a piece. And then an Anthony Richardson auto, like it's a very good box. Yeah. Should be. Like that's the top three autograph you can pull. Maybe the best selling autograph. You know, honestly, that might be the best. Autograph, I be, yeah. I mean, I could be off, but that's like the, as good as it gets for autos. A nice patch of us, like a vet player that's very hot right now, good numbered base, everything. And we tallied it up and I would have lost about 75%. I, I That is a killer. Like I, I do. I just, I, I continue to say, like football this year is so brutal to open. It's unbelievable. Stroud is great, but unless you're in a product where you can get like really nice and you know numbered prism stuff, mosaic, optic, sure. But a lot of these other ones where your best hope is like a jersey card, I, I just don't see how you can rip them. It's, it's brutal. I feel like someone messaged us recently too. Maybe it was over the weekend, just saying how 
uh, Fanatics had just signed multiple other players oh, from upcoming this is, year. This is based on Brian Gray going live. Oh. Saying that they signed. Maybe they did. I, I assume I saw, they did. I don't know yeah. why he said it was like this big breaking news thing. We've been saying for months this is going to happen every year till they take over licensing. So yeah, I, he is just in this phase where he's trying to get attention with stuff, though, and do his media. <laughs> it's it's a rough look. I, I think I don't, the retirement from Leaf is not treating him as well as he Again, he's made more money than I'll ever make. Good mm-hmm. on him. But the, the content is not a strong suit. I, and the breaking, like the f- fantastic, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I'm, yeah. Okay. And he's a nice guy. I'm in good terms <laughs> with him right now. But sure. I don't understand the play. That's Fine. Um, mailbag? Mailbag. Uh, let's go to Cody James with Shohei Otani on the move. Shohei. I said it too fast. I'm sorry. Shohei Otani. On the move, what team that he would play for would benefit the hobby the most? Yankees. Dodgers. Mariners. Uh, Padres. Why Mariners? J-Rod. J-Rod. Yeah. Good. And it's a good okay. team. I mean, even the Cubs, like they're on the verge of the playoffs too. Braves. Oh yeah, he's not going. To, there's no chance. But yes. Why? Why do you say that? Braves don't have the money and they're already loaded. They're not. They're not spending that. They, no chance. These are all good conversations. I can't wait to have with Mark. Plus, you'd have to trade so much to get him. You'd ruin that team. They did just trade for Jared Kalenic, though. Kind of a sneaky trade that happened yesterday. Kalenic was the number one guy in 2018 draft for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, he had some injuries and just some down seasons. I am curious what Fine Sand. I'm going to make a note of that actually because I do. Ask Lennick. Uh thoughts. Question mark is what I'm gonna put after that. So you know it's a question. Um, I think he's very talented. Obviously, the spot he was in wasn't helping him any, but now he's gonna be in Atlanta. If he can play good on a relevant team, that kid's market has a lot of room for growth. But I, I don't even know if he's projected to start what the story is, but I am curious what Mark says. Okay, cool. Um, let's go. So mm, I had mentioned in the mailbag that we were going to be doing that insert segment, but since we're not, uh, some guys still talked about some of their favorite. Matt Schoens did mention his favorite, which was uh, Top's Finest, The Man insert. That guy just likes insert. Finest anything. Schoens yeah. is a pervert for Finest. That was um, an awesome set, The Man. Yeah. They I had seen back this one. A, they brought it back a couple years ago. Oh, it was they? originally in like the oh, late 90s, I believe. Okay. But then it came back, yeah. Yeah, I thought that one was really cool looking. It came back. I want to say two years. 2021, I believe, is when it came back. Uh, Mike LaCusta, he says, what do you think of the remakes of the 90s iconic parallels such as PMGs and Star Rubies? Oh, I do like them. I don't want to see them doing that every year. I don't need to see all these things come back. Well, I also start to wonder, because obviously, if you're going to bring it in more inserts and parallels, you drop others, right? So it's like, I don't know. I feel like you're going to, what what gets to stick around? What hangs around? What doesn't? Eventually, everything falls off, right? Is there any, like, can you think of like the longest lasting insert or parallel? Or or one just that's just lasted a long time? I'm trying to think, like, obviously. Shut up. Recent time. I mean, nothing in, nothing in football or, or basketball because they've changed licensing. Um, the longest, that's actually a really good question. No, I cannot. I'm trying to think of what, like anything lasting more than maybe like five years or something like that. Or maybe just, I mean, because honestly. I mean, I bet downtown's at least that's five what I was years gonna old say. now. Downtown seems like it's almost Actually, I think that. it started in 2018. Because I'm pretty sure Josh Allen has downtown cards. Oh, it started before the pandemic? Yeah. I'm almost positive Josh Allen has downtown. Well, I mean, he does, but I mean, you mean for a rookie. Yeah. But I don't think Mahomes does. Not for a rookie, yeah. I, yeah, there's. I thought I would have sworn I was around in the hobby when downtowns came out. You wouldn't understand the hobby when downtowns <laughs> came out. <laughs> that's a 
that's fair enough. Um, all right. So there you go. That I would be interested to know if anybody has any other thoughts on that. Mike Thompson. Um, Copyright. Or maybe it's Thompson. There's no P in it. Thomason. Thomason? No. Isn't it T-H-O-M-A? No. It's just oh. T-H-O-M-S-O-N. Oh, different person. Oh, you know what? It's Thompson. Okay. Thompson. Um, ooh, there we go. Mike Thompson says, all the talk of Lord Connor on the show, and yet we never got Jesse's feelings as someone who was excited about the product. Um, my personal feelings are, I like the product a lot, and I really like that it's not, it doesn't look like a flash in the pan. It looks like it's a sustainable game that the people who are actually going to play it, and that's the only way you're going to have, the only way that people who are spending all the money to collect this and hold on to it and then rip it, the only way that makes any sense at all is if the game is enjoyable to play. And it does seem like it is. It does, I, as someone who has not actually gotten the chance to play it real, like with a, a real person who knows how to do it, I've like, there's like little things you can do online and stuff. But yeah, I, everyone else who's actually had chances to do tournaments and stuff says it's actually really enjoyable. So what are yeah. these little things you're doing online with it? So there's like an that app entail? that you can like, there, there's an app that you can kind of like, uh, I guess you're like playing online with a per like a computer or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Just like when you're sitting around rubbing your hand all over your screen, catching Pokemon like an idiot. Same thing or is it it's different? Not, when you say rubbing your hand all over yeah, your like, screen, you're just touching like you're the scrubbing your screen touch with a the freaking screen. Bed. There's a millions of people who play that. I will not be made fun of for playing Pokemon no, Go. No, you you will be. Uh, <laughs> I actually have taken a break. I haven't played in like two weeks. So Ooh, yeah, you've been too busy. Yeah. What's that stupid game you've been playing the whole time to catch Can my wife? Candy Crush. Candy Crush. That's right. <laughs> you know, someone in our You're on like socials, level five thousand, aren't you? So yeah, maybe. Oh my god, <laughs> it's over years though, bro. That the account that is saves. not over years. I yes, know what your account was a couple weeks ago, and then you found out she had more, and you've done like thousands since then. Okay, you a thousand. True or not, you didn't leave bed multiple times in the last month <laughs> to play Candy Crush. No, false, guaranteed, absolute false. The uh, the what was funny was someone on our socials or someone who listens to the show reached out to me, and he took a screenshot of his phone. He's like, "Dude, I guess I was playing against you." Uh, oh, you it, crush against people. Well, you're basically kind of like uh, competing in little things all the time. But I use like sports cards nonsense, the the picture oh as my, my logo. God. Are you so kidding it's me? like it comes up every once in a while. Golly. It's great. I love it. Austin Dean. Competing in a lot of things, <laughs> not for friends. <laughs> I have enough friends. I don't need any new ones. Yeah. Uh, Austin Dean, when do you believe is the best time to sell a college player's cards? Is it at draft time? Yeah. Yes. Or beginning of the season. Draft time. Okay. He says he's got a Caleb Williams auto. Not sure the best time. I would. Around the draft hype before the pro stuff starts coming up. Okay. Um, let's see. But once they actually, if they do get drafted, though, on it, wouldn't that be? But then people start waiting. Oh, well, let's get the first one of him in a Patriots uniform. Uh, so, yeah, okay. I think the draft hype is probably the best. Okay. I will say there's some decent teams who are going to have quarterback selections early this next year. Could be interesting. JP Greenier, with food-related inserts like the latest Taco Fractor promotion, what fast food joint do you look the most forward to having an insert for um, in which sport? He says, my all-time favorite is the 98 Skybox EX Century Dunkin' Go Nuts, and they should bring it back, which I believe that is an actual insert. I think he's being hmm. more silly and asking us what we think. I mean... I think like the... Give me a Chick-fil-A something. I just want those sandwiches. I don't care what the insert is. I think the the... KFC Cornhole. God. 
The KFC cornhole card. Sure. You don't want I, that? I don't even need it to be free Chick-fil-A. You know what I want it to be at Chick-fil-A? If you pull this card of that, the Chick, the filet refractor, you get to go to the front of the line. Just cut all 8,000 people who I are always like in line at Chick-fil-A. for everyone. Is it like that for everybody Everywhere. who has a Chick-fil-A? It's the most successful franchise in the history of the world. I love how you say that. Like, it's a fact. I mean, it's I guarantee. Be very you ever successful. seen Chick-fil-A without a line? Dude, they could be That's... giving out, they could literally be giving away the cure to cancer in one shack and Chick-fil-A sandwiches in the next. People are like, you know what? I'll get it after I eat. Gotta eat first. Gotta feel better before I get cured of cancer. Uh, Guaranteed. I'm not gonna touch the cancer comment, but uh, yeah, that's a fair. That's a fair assessment. Did you ever try the chicken chicken sandwich with the pimento cheese on it? Actually, you wouldn't be into that, would you? You're not into like things that have flavor. No pimento <laughs> cheese. Well, how would I do? With True that? or false? You've ever had a spicy chicken sandwich there? No, I don't like spicy food. <laughs> Do you, True or false? You've ever had a salad? There? True or false? Like, false. You believe pepper is a, a spicy spice? Don't like the flavor of it. <laughs> don't like it. I know you should dodge that salad question. Where's the salad question? I just asked you. True or false? You've ever had a salad, Chick Fil A? Yes, I actually have the Southwest uh, salad. South. I love a Southwest salad, bro. <laughs> say, say whatever you got to say. What's your comment? Yeah, that's right. You're bad. Is there kale on there? Yeah, I know you love Von your kale. Von Bailey. Um, he says, are you set up at the winter meetings to break news? Or were you not even aware? Breaking news from this site helps the hobby react. Hopefully, you're up to it. That's, that's what's why, great. That's why Feinstein will be here. Feinstein, who's going to be now, in town. All, now, to Vaughn's credit, your first response was a winter meeting question mark. <laughs> I don't know they call it yeah, the it's winter a, meeting. It, it's at Opryland Hotel. This year. Which is actually... I wonder if Mark can get us in for a day. You know, Mark, text me after the show. Let me know if we can come down there for a day. What's kind of cool, too... Actually, hang on. I really want... We should absolutely get a press pass to that. Go down to that? Yeah. That actually You could probably cool. get us into that. Oh, I just walk in. I live in Nashville. Um, You know what's interesting this. about this, too? Mark, text me. I saw an article that uh, said like, you know, MLB's... The reality of MLB coming to Nashville is getting closer and closer. I wonder... If we hear some kind of announcement during this thing, that'd be pretty cool that we finally get an MLB team. Oh, it could be. Yeah. It has been here before. So it's not like that is, they wouldn't be linked, but, but sure. maybe they use it as an opportunity. But yes. Sure. But yeah. Since it's just been in the news here locally. I want to get down to that thing though. Uh, Jacob Perrier at the end of Aaron judge's career, does he say I should have signed in San Francisco? No, he's in New York. <laughs> what? I think that, I don't think that was the point, but Yeah. Um, I don't get the point. I think that he may be saying like he would have had a better career in San Francisco. Why? I don't know. I thought you might know, but I don't. I, I it's over my head, pal. You're too smart. I don't get your comment. I apologize. <laughs> it's a me problem, not a him problem. Jacob, you're doing so great. Chris August, if someone wanted to turn their card collection hobby into a business, what would be the best area you would want to focus on? Selling singles and buying collections, buying boxes and breaking. No. The dream is a hobby store, but the funds are not there yet. Oh, build so it up with the what's sing- the best area to focus? I'd say really dial it up with the singles and build out a network. It's not just about the buying and selling. Mm-hmm. Like, make competitive enough offers and be easy to deal with so you can get repeat business. Here's that a- can make it so easy when you need new inventory. Get good with, have a good eye for grading too. So when you're buying a collection, hey, these many are graded, it is what it is. These many are raw. I can multiply this if it's a 10. This one has a dimple, has this issue. It's not going to grade out. I'll sell it raw. Get a really good feel for uh, the grade because that can really help you grading. And then, yeah, I, just take care of people along the way because I have a lot of people who will sell stuff to me a little bit cheaper because they know I'll buy it all. 
It's an easy transaction for them. It's a little bit more profit for me. So I think the singles would be the way to go to start. The idea that singles aren't going to be, I think singles are probably one of the biggest areas to focus on right now, just because we've always, we keep saying how much wax is overpriced for most stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you you think about the repacks that everybody is obsessed with. Well, and that's singles though. Yeah. And then you think of, I I keep uh, hearing so much about, you know, what is it? Cards HQ, whatever Jeff Wilson's, a uh, huge $3 million card shop's going to be, how they keep going around all these play, uh, live events, buying up singles. I just, it seems like that is probably going to be a big avenue to go down. So, I, I mean, and, and there's opportunity. I mean, specifically on Fanatics Live, there's nobody selling singles. That's what I like. I love that I just bought like a, on PWCC last week. I didn't get a chance to talk about this. I bought a few cards that I had never spoke about on the show, but I bought a, uh, I think it was like an SGC eight Sammy Sosa. It was like six bucks or something. The fact that some of these cards just kind of s- slipped through because no one's really after them. I think if you were to take out, the, if you start considering the fact of how much time and money goes into some of these grades, I, I don't see why people aren't willing to pay a little bit more for some of it. Cause I mean, granted the Sammy Sosa card is probably not the best example. Cause it wasn't like his rookie card, but it was a, a more iconic card for me, and I, that's why I wanted it personally. But I think if you're buying up at these shows for, I can't imagine these guys are actually paying even 80%. I think it's probably closer to 60%. I think they're getting really good deals because that's sure. I think it's hobby that, at this time. Yeah, absolutely. Especially now, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, well, actually, Chris August had one other question, but he wanted to go into T- TCG. He says, what are your thoughts on TCGs? Like, one piece, they're seeing very large increases over the last Is several months. Is one piece months. the name of a game? So we talked about this uh, on last show with uh, Doug from Mojo Break. One piece is a game. It's a anime slash also a TCG. Apparently, it's been it's very popular right now. Yeah, I, I never can't heard imagine. I have not heard of that one. I can't imagine that it gets anywhere close to Pokemon, but I do think the fact that there was a net, there's a Netflix show they did like a modern, uh, I guess a real life take on the the anime. So it's a not a cartoon; it's actors and stuff playing it out. But I don't think it did all that great. So yeah, I can't imagine One Piece continues to roll for like Pokemon levels. But yeah, I think it's going to do hold its own for the next few months. Hmm. Um, there you go. That's your mailbag. Cool. I think that's your show, too. Honestly, we had a late start. We can be done now. Okay. Yeah. There you go. We'll be back on Thursday with Fine Sand in studio. We'll be on the couches for that one. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you then. Thursday. Sports Cards Nonsense, brought to you by the Ring of Podcast Network, brought by Spotify. And like we mentioned, Fanatics Live debut coming this Friday. We will have more information about how you can get some free cash to come over there and spend with us. Goodbye. Bye, guys. <laughs>